Yeah, and guess what? Make sure you got enough money in here on a monthly basis or I'm going to tax your ass a little more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Make sure you give me a certain amount every month. Or like, bro, it's pimping at its finest. <laughs> Peace family, Will Roundtree here on the Full-Time CEO Podcast, the shit they don't tell you, where I interview influential individuals, businessmen, businesswomen, entrepreneurs, legends, moguls, and everything in between. Now today, we actually got our guest in studio, very special guest. Of course, all my guests are special, but this individual, I'm going to just go ahead, he's a legend, <laughs> definitely a legend. Now, you may ask, Will, why is he a legend? Because he's done things that the average person has never and probably will ever be able to accomplish. Now, I'm not going to say they'll never be able to accomplish, but this individual has been doing this for a long time. He's been teaching a lot of people how to get a lot of money. I'm talking about like creating many economies (laughs) (laughs) out here. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I have the pleasure. Well, first of all, before I introduce him, you know, it's always. This is why I say relationships are important. I remember I had an opportunity to uh, meet our guests a few years back uh, and really just started off just, you know, uh, through through telephone and dialogue. And he literally flew out to Las Vegas and we just chopped it up, not even on no business, just on some like, yo, let's let's kick it, whatever. Your energy is, is, is smooth. Yo, my energy is smooth, whatever the case may be. And I often say people attract people. Energy attracts energy and money attracts money. And so from there, you know, this individual, you know, been out doing this thing, crisscrossing globally, helping a lot of people. And I'm going to go a little bit into his bio, but of course, I'm going to let him tell his story. I mean, trust me, usually most of the year, he's somewhere where there's no mosquitoes. <laughs> that lets you know the type of <laughs> type of traveling that he's doing. And, and even though he was halfway across the world, I sent him a text message and said, bro, can I get you on the podcast? He said, just let me know when and I'll fly to Las Vegas to come out. And so that definitely, you know, just shows a lot about this individual. I, I, I always have the utmost respect for him. And literally anytime I reach out to him, uh, I'm literally, I mean, he's literally within a few minutes hitting me back, just saying, yo, bro, what's up? I'm checking on you the whole nine. And so that's, that's, that's powerful because a lot of times I've seen people get 1500 followers and you can't you can't even text them no more. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> right. They get 1500 followers, you can't talk to them. They ask they saying you got to talk to their assistant. Yeah. And meanwhile, my brother is hitting me back from the from the PJ. So, I want to introduce you guys uh to my good friend and brother Dr. Chris Cole, global entrepreneur. Man, I appreciate I mean, you, you done everything. Me, Hold on, let me let me read a couple of these things. <laughs> I mean, he 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 you know, he he seven-figure trader and crypto millionaire. Dr. Cole has taught hundreds of prof- I'm going to say thousands. Yeah. Cuz I'm pretty sure even indirectly. <laughs> yeah, you've impacted point. a lot of people. Uh he's he's one of the top traders in the in the, I'm going to just say in the nation. He's been featured on everything from CBS, Fox, Dash Radio, iHeartRadio, NBC, ABC, and now full-time CEO podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, motivational speaker. I mean, just about any acc- accolade that you can name, he has. And so I want to introduce to some, and for those who already know, my good friend and my brother, Cyril Entrepreneur, 
global, I'm going to say global entrepreneur, yeah. not Cyril, because you're doing stuff in Dubai and places that most people probably can't even pronounce. I want to introduce well. my good friend, Dr. Chris Cole. What's going on, man? Man, what's good, bro? I appreciate man. you having me, man. man. You know, it's always a pleasure when we get together. <laughs> hey, you know we've been saying? working on this for a while, bro. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. Well, no, I appreciate you, you know, uh, uh, even just wanting to be on a platform like this because I, I always tell people that, you know, you always know your impact based upon how people treat you when they can't do nothing for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 not that, you know, neither one of us can't help each other out, but it's we're at a place in our lives where we're doing things for each other just on the strength of our relationship. Yeah, yeah, real talk. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, but before we really jump into it, man, let the world know who Dr. Chris Cole is and just where you come from. And because some may look at you or hear about these accomplishments and be like, Man, he probably was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Yeah, he had it all. So yeah, let's yeah. talk a little bit about nah, that. Nah, definitely, de- definitely not, man. I, I, um, I'm originally from Augusta, Georgia. Um, <laughs> you know, shit, man. It's uh, <laughs> man, when you got to sit back and reflect on your past, man, it, it's nothing short of a, a blessing, and it's definitely. not anything that I take for, um, you know, for for granted, but. You know, ra- raised poor, not with a whole lot of money. Um, you know, my grandmother and my great aunt was um, super instrumental in my upbringing. My un- one of my uncles was super instrumental in my upbringing and raising me. But um, you know, I got out in the streets at an early age, and um, I was fortunate enough to get out. Um, you know, at an age where, you know, I didn't have to spend the rest of my life being incarcerated or definitely. being murdered or whatever the case might be, but definitely, you know, endure those trials and tribulations, um, you know, with friends, family members, you know, who I done lost along the way. And, uh, you know, even myself being able to come from up under, you know, certain situations that's allowed me to be, you know, present today. So, right. um, you know, definitely grateful and, and just blessed. You know what I'm saying? For right. just being able to come from up under all that and still be able to impact and do what I do. You know right. what I mean? Now, I often say that sometimes going through those turbulent <clears throat> moments or those experiences is really what defined our character to be able to go through this business world. Because right. I tell people, the business world, it's a shark tank. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know how to be able to navigate through it. You have to be able to control emotions. You got to deal with people who are eventually you, somebody will jerk you in business. Yeah, yeah. And so coming from the neighborhoods that we come from, I think it defines and builds character. Talk a little bit about just how your upbringing has been a benefit for you because a lot of people may look at it and be like, all right, we come from the hood and this and that. And we use that as excuses on why we can't get to the next level. But utilizing that more as a springboard of how it helped define and giving you the characteristics that you needed to be successful, man. You know, I, I, you know, I start with this by by saying, um, you know, we definitely go through things, you know, from a business standpoint, and you know that that may not always be favorable or easy or whatever the case might be. But the way I look at it is like, shit, I ain't the police ain't looking for me, and ain't nobody, man. you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I ain't got to, you know, keep my head on the swivel. Right worrying about somebody trying to gun me down either. You feel me? So um, when I get frustrated or, you know, feeling some type of way about business and, you know, just <clears throat> the world and realm that we in, you know, I'm I'm quick to remember, you know, what I, what I come from, what I've been through, what I've endured. So to me, this easy, you know what I'm saying? And really, I've been able to impact 
folks who haven't come from, um, you know, a similar background or upbringing. But to be honest, that ain't really who I do this for. Right. You feel me? Like, I, I, I do it to impact and motivate and hope folks who come from where I come from be able to see it. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, coming from the streets, like, you know, let's, <laughs> I mean, coming from the streets selling dope, it's like, bro, you had to be, you, you know, you had to move a certain type of way. You had to operate on certain um, principles and, and you had to have, you know, something most other people didn't have or don't have, you know right. what I'm saying? From like a sales and marketing standpoint, like shit, I couldn't hold no, uh, you know, be send no ad, run no ads on Instagram. So I'm like, yeah, I got um, dope for sale. Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't uh, put no posters up at the store saying, right, you know, come right. pull up on me and get some hard or whatever the case <laughs> right, might right. be. So like, you know, having that, like, you know, so shit, we had to stand on, on our words, the principles, and we had to be the best, you know, and, and that's why they call us hustlers. Like, you had to be the best marketer and go-getter out there because you had to make it do what it do without no marketing budget, without no signs, without no advertisement and all of that. And, bro, we clock in seven days a week. You understand what I'm saying? Um, And, and not only, you know, and when you look at it from that perspective, not only could we not market it, but we also had to make sure that, certain people didn't know what we had going on. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So how can I maximize a business where I need to get my clientele in so I can keep the money flowing, but also the people who don't need to be in my business don't need to know what's going on either. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that takes a certain mentality in, in a way to, um, that you got to maneuver and, you know, different principles and different things that you had to, to stand on. So when it comes to the business that we in now, you know, just by executing and operating on them same principles and then you add a little marketing, a little advertisement, whatever, whoop-de-whoop to it, like, you know, this shit really easy. Right. So <laughs> let's 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 pause on that for a minute. This is easy. So why is it that you feel sometimes, because, you know, even with myself, I work and serve the communities of people that look like me yeah, and yeah. come from communities where I came from. We were told by the age 21, we'll be dead or in yeah, jail, yeah. you know? And so... And even using the word fear, why is it do you feel that sometimes when we're chasing our dreams, when it comes to creating wealth or whatever that end goal is, we use this word fear, but we fear our life every single day by being in the streets, selling packs, uh, running from the police, uh, 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 protecting our families. You got yeah, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying, the burner on your hip. But even though there's a certain level of fear that comes with that, but we're fearless when we're in the streets. Right. But it's something about fear that we, you know, start to build up when we get to wanting to be businessmen and businesswomen. Where do you think that comes well, from? Well, see, the thing about it is, like, when we in the streets and we doing this and doing that, um, it ain't really, <clears throat> we don't really experience fear because we really fulfilling everything that society already tell us we are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you po, you from the hood, you're a dope boy, like, you're a prisoner, whatever, whoop de whoop. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we fulfill them expectations because, hell, that's what they expect from us anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to starting a business or breaking generational curses or or doing things um, outside of everything that they told us that we're capable of, that's when fear sets in, right? Because we start second-guessing ourselves. Like, am I really good enough to do the shit they tell me I can't do. Mm. You know, am I really good enough to to walk the path they tell me that I'm not allowed to to walk? You know what I'm saying? So the fear really comes from us moving into a space of uh, 
of the unknown and then also second guessing ourselves about whether or not we even worthy to um you know live or experience experience that based on who they tell us that we are and where we come from right you know what i'm saying like we don't we weren't raised you know by no millionaires we ain't know no millionaires we ain't had nobody to the mentor you or show me this or take me by the hand or whatever like we had to literally get everything out of the mud mix it up put it together you know, let it fall apart, shit, and and do it all over again until something shook. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, so when it comes to fear, it, it, it's really, in my opinion, just <clears throat> fearful of operating outside of the the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And really second guessing ourselves. You know, trying to decide: Am I really worthy, or do I deserve it? You know, because we all don't. You know, we we know a lot of people with a lot of potential and. Um, have a lot of opportunities that just seem to kind of self-sabotage or they never, you know what I'm saying, step into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it ain't because the opportunity ain't there. It ain't because the potential ain't there. You know, it's something going on with the mindset, um, you know, in, in a way that they view themselves that's keeping them from from stepping into that. And I was just about to touch on that. So do you <coughs> think it is mindset? And I know, Absolutely. you know, you read a lot of books. I read a lot. And how important was that for you on your journey in opening yourself up to something completely different? And that's as opposed to just being the uh, a brute, meaning like, hey, we understand survival. Right. But then we have to start understanding this type of survival. How important was that for you on your Man, journey? It, I mean, it, it was super important. And, and mindset is everything, right? Because mindset um, shapes your, your reality, right? And, and it shapes your experience so um for me fortunate enough i always you know i can't remember a point in time in my life where i really cared about what nobody said about me or how they felt me about me or 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 viewed me or whatever you know what i'm saying uh and one thing my grandma told me as a youngin she was like uh don't ever make a decision or before you make a decision make sure you prepare to deal with the consequences that come with the, the worst case scenario mm-hmm. of it. You understand what I'm saying? So everything that I do or everything that I done stepped into right or wrong or whatever, I done already accepted them consequences before I even done, you know, done executed. Right. You feel me? So whatever the outcome is, hell, that's just what the outcome is. And I'm going to stand on that and I'm going to take it however it comes. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, when when I, when I decided like, hey, this is the route I'm gonna go from a business perspective, or this is something I want to do, like shit. Once I it, it, you know accepted those consequences that's gonna come with the possibility of me failing, you know, shit. The rest of it is is, is history. It's right. just work from there. Yeah, hundred <clears> percent. So so let's segue a little bit, and that kind of segues us into you know when you first got into like trading and yeah. different things. Was that the first things you kind of stepped out on faith in and started learning? Um, uh, yeah, trading for sure. Um, and I, and you know, on the weekend, man, as a kid, my grandma used to take us to, uh, garage sales, uh, you know, in the rich neighborhoods or whatever. And we'd just, you know, pick up, you know, all the old stuff they were selling to get out of their house. And when I was younger, um, I ended up buying the stock market game mm. and I was like a kid, you know, probably like seven, eight years old, something like that. And, uh, I was just so amazed at how the market could work and how this, you know, dude in the game could make all this money and he was driving a Corvette and all <laughs> right. of that, you know what It's I'm always saying? the car that got our attention. Always the younger. car, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and then my pops used to always 
<clears throat> had these trading magazines and trading books and different things of that nature too. And uh, he was a big reader. So like, I just kind of used to take his books and shit. I wanted to read what my pops was reading. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, and for me, when it came, when I made the decision to kind of trans uh, transition out of the streets, it was like, hell, that was the only thing that I could relate to at the time where it was like, you know, shit, I can get out of the streets and still make this type of money, right. still have this type of freedom, flexibility. Because for me, it was never about the money, like even selling dope, right? It was, but it was more so about the freedom, my ability to do whatever I wanted to do, move how I wanted to, to move, not have to answer to nobody, you know what I'm saying, and, and just make my own way every, every day. You Correct. know what I'm saying? I got 10 toes down. I ain't want to answer to nobody. Right, you no, I, I hear that. I always say, one of the things that motivated me growing up in Milwaukee was traffic. Yeah. Weather. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm getting up when it's dark. Yeah. I got to shovel the snow. <laughs> you know, so, so it really goes back to freedom. Right. And I think that's where, you know, how they talk about in a book, how to win friends and influence people. When you're working with people, especially for those who are building companies, we can't assume everybody is working for the money. Right. Because most people really aren't. Yeah. You know, although they want to pay their bills, they want a nice car, nice house. Most people really are working for freedom. Yeah. And I think once we really understand that, then we start to position things for other people about, hey, what's in it for them yeah. and not for myself. Or, or, or most people, even if they don't understand the, the, the freedom concept, most people are working for self-worth. That right. Too. To try to try to understand uh, or, or, you know, or to place some value on, on themselves. Right. You, know, you know, some people... Uh, get gratification or satisfaction from knowing that, hey, I'm going to work 30, 40, 50 hours a week and that make me feel whole, that make me feel right. a part of something, make me feel, you know what I'm saying, that that I'm worthy of the life that I'm living. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. everybody, whether they want to admit it or not, you know, done laid in bed one night and then had a moment where, like, you just sit up, look at the sky and question God, like, why the hell am I here yeah. in the first place? <laughs> yeah. You feel we me? I, and I that. know it just ain't to be dealing with all this bullshit. They telling me <laughs> that we got to deal with, go to work, buy a home, you know, right. pay your taxes, right. you know, and then, you know, retire and die. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I know this, you know, that ain't the, the reason why we, why we here. Right. You feel me? So, um, everybody got to find something to believe in, whether that's a religion or whether that's a gang or whatever, you know, whatever the case might be, mm -hmm. um, you know, to feel worthy of, of being able to, you know, of waking up on a daily basis and just being able to breathe and live. Right. Yeah, no, those, those things are definitely important. And that's self-worth. And I think that's a lot of times where that personal development comes into play, yeah. too, because you really are working on self and it's bigger than just getting in the gym. Right. It's bigger than getting a massage. It's like really, okay, how can I define my worth? And sometimes, especially with men, we do define that with our work ethic. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what, what, So let's go back to the stocks. Do you remember yeah. the first stock you purchased? Uh, I don't remember the first stock that I purchased. And, and actually the first, uh, the first trade was actually, uh, I started off with options. Okay. Um, and I didn't actually purchase the stock, but I was trading um, well, options on Yahoo. Well, let's explain what options are, because yeah. some people don't know the difference between buying a stock and trading options. Right. So options are, are uh, could be a derivative of a stock okay. um, that essentially allows you to buy or gives you the right to buy a stock at a certain price uh, by a certain date. Um, 
um, you know, and people make money on that, you know, whether you can make money on options, whether the market goes up, up or down, depending mm-hmm. on how you position yourself. Am I going to buy a call option or am I going to buy a put option? Um, so an option gives you the right to purchase a stock um, at a certain price up to a certain date. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so without having to own, without actually having to purchase a stock or own it outright. Now, is there less risk by doing options? Because why would one do options versus owning the stock? Yeah. So again, you know, we talk about risk and risk, the most important thing, right? And we always say, well, is it less risky to do this or more risky to do that? Right. Um, And me, when when I'm talking about risk or I'm teaching folks about risk, it's about understanding what type of risk you're taking in the first place. Right. And when I say what type of risk. You got two type of risk. You got shallow risk investments and deep risk investments, right? So shallow risk investments are investments where I go and purchase uh, an asset. Let's just say I go purchase a home or property for 100 k The property value goes down by 20, 20%, right? So now the property only worth 80 k um, Well, I still own the property, right? It's down by 20%, but I haven't sold or realized the 20% loss, right? right? So market come back in a couple of years, now the career worth 150, 200, whatever, blase, blase. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you go buy a lottery ticket um, and spend $100,000 on a lottery ticket and your lottery ticket don't hit. That's a deep risk investment because guess what? That 100K is gone. gone as soon yeah. as that opportunity or them numbers hit and they ain't the ones that match up. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, so when you start talking about stock ownership, um, Stock actually owning the stocks is is more so of a shallow risk investment because you're gonna continue to own that stock, invest in that stock, or hold it because you want to pass it down or add it to your portfolio or whatever the case might be, right? Correct. Um, now options, on the other hand, they they have an expiration. So if you haven't realized profit um, on or before expiration, then that becomes a deep risk investment. And that that money is gone, and you can never get it back. You okay. know what I'm saying? So again, it depends on how you want to, um, you know, approach the situation. And I think that's important for people to understand the different types of risks when they come into uh, investing, especially us. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because you had people who got into Bitcoin back in 2018 when it hit all time highs of twenty thousand. Then the shit crashed to twenty seven hundred. Right? And people's like, oh, I'm never investing in Bitcoin again. They start selling off Bitcoin, right? Taking $5,000 losses, $10,000 losses, you know, lost 75% of the money they invest because they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to cash out and go from here. But now Bitcoin Went back up 67000 <laughs> right, You feel me? Right. And just by holding on to it, you never would have realized it could have been a shallow risk investment, but you turned it into a deep risk investment by realizing the loss on it. You know what I'm saying? So how do you condition people? I don't want to use the word condition. How do you educate them to be able to identify those type of risk? Right. And we'll just stick in the realm of the market. How do you help people to identify those type of risks? Man, you you know, for us, um, it's about understanding our our mentality as a collective first. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we when most of us think about investing, we think about what this money gonna be in the next two weeks. Two you days. You know what I'm saying? Next two <laughs> days. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, it, right. No real plan. Everything on some some flip. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because you see a lot of these influencers and, you know, some of these Instagram folks are like, flip this to flip that, yeah. flip this, flip that. You know, and with us, we, it's always that hustling immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and honestly, bro, um, we don't know how to take no losses. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was breaking down to my students the other day. I'm like, the difference between... Um, a, a, a amateur and a professional is a pro, you're a professional because you understand you know how to take losses you accept right. losses you understand that this part of the game so once you understand that taking losses are a part of the game only thing that I need to focus on is managing risk right and managing risk boils down to putting my energy and focusing on things that I got control over you feel me if I got a hundred thousand dollar invest, I just ain't gonna put all a hundred K on one project thinking it's gonna flip to a meal, you know, in the next 30, 60 days or whatever right. the case might be. I gotta understand how to diversify um, you know, my my investments, you know what I'm saying? I need to map out a plan um and some expectations short term to, to long term. But right. you know, we don't wanna hear that. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I put up ten thousand, it need to what be What can you guarantee yeah, me back? Yeah, it need to be twenty thousand. <laughs> right by, you know, next month or whatever the case might be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's just not, it, it does happen sometimes, but that's just not the reality of the right. situation majority of the time. Right. You feel me? And I call it operating out of desperation. Yeah. And so how do you deal with people? Because I'm sure you get people that come to you all the time. Yeah. Chris, I got my last 10,000. Yeah. You know, what can I do with this? Can yeah. you help me? And they're, and they're banking their entire financial future on you. You, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how do you deal with that? Do you just man, not take it? Do man, you now, educate n- now, I mean, because I done, I done been there, I done, I done done that, I done done some good deals, I done had some deals, you know, that done went bad, I done lost money on, you know what I'm saying? Everybody like... Well, say that part again. <laughs> so you actually have lost money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, like, bro. Did you it's, lose? This is this, this not a byproduct of just like winning all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... No, like I done lost plenty of money on plenty of deals. <laughs> right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like from inception all the way to 2022 now. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't, I don't get bent out of shape about it, and I don't let that um, keep me from doing my due diligence. Or more importantly, I don't keep them. You know, keep it from uh, allowing me to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, where where did things go wrong? Where you know what I'm mm. saying? What did I overlook or? You know what I'm saying? What I didn't take account um, because I know it worked. You feel me? And it's like, okay, well, how can I get back to the drawing board and get back to executing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so with that being said and knowing your experience, how do you, you know, really articulate that to people who are coming in with a hero mentality, meaning like, Chris, I'm giving you this last. I yeah. expected to do this. Man, honestly, these days, I, I you know, I, I really don't even uh, like dealing with them, with those type of people right. or, um, you know, feel comfortable being in a position with that because it's just too, it's, it's too much to come with it. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, because now you're talking about a person who I got a little bit of change and I want to put the outcome of, like you say, my financial future or the outcome of this bread 100% in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he, here's somebody, you know, and when you come across people like that, um, you know, those people don't trust themselves with the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and, and they they don't want any responsibility for the outcome. So they put it all the money. on you. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right. they want to put it on 
this investment, that person, this situation, or whatever right. the case might be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, if things go bad, you're the worst person in the money, you know, in the world, you done stole from me, you done scam me, right. whatever would do. But it ain't never no responsibility as far as this was my bread. You know what I'm saying? And and ultimately I make the decisions as far as what I do with right. my money. You know, and however it turn out, like I gotta, I gotta stand on that, and I gotta accept what what come with that, right? You know what I'm saying? So, how have you dealt with? Uh, and 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 I really love this dialogue because I know there's people out there who may not necessarily be in in the same space as you, yeah. But just people who are in this, we're in this new world of influencers and yeah. information, and people have courses and programs. And they're dealing with the same thing. Yeah. You know, hey, you told me I was going to make X amount of dollars in trucking. No, yeah. you saw my lifestyle. So yeah. you assumed that's what you was going to get. Yeah, yeah. And so how do you deal with the 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 negativity that people posting? Hey, Chris, you a scam. And, yeah, yeah. you know, the BBB reviews, if they're yeah, doing yeah. any of that. Like, yeah. how do you, and I know you say you don't care much about what people think about you, but how do you, uh, you know, decipher that to where not only one, it doesn't bother you, but two, you don't let it bother the integrity of your business. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what, what I come to realize is, um, first of all, 99.9% of them people don't know me personally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very true. Um, and, and guess what? 100% of them people, they entitled to their opinion. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when people, wh- whatever a person's opinion about you or their perspective a perspective is personal. A person's mm. perspective is, is personal to them. You know what I'm saying? And a perspective is based off of their experience and their expectations. Right. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? It's, it's not my job to uh, understand and know your experience or to even meet your uh, expectations of it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing but do what I say I'm going to do with right. the intentions that I got behind it to do it. You understand what I'm saying? Um, so a person saying this or saying that or feeling some type of way, um, you know, they disappointed. Like, I respect it and, and I understand it, but but that's personal. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I don't give a damn about them or that I'm insensitive about them, but I understand that their perspective is based on their, you know, their prior experience mm-hmm. and their expectation coming into the situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't, expect to meet everybody's expectations or understand everybody's experience that that I come across and do business with or they buy into something that I got going on right. either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, definitely. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk uh, about crypto. Yeah. You know, um, did a lot of people who were in the the, the market, um, did, did it translate to them understanding the crypto markets? Like, what was it that that really caught your attention about that if that was not the case? Uh, what what you mean as far as what, dude? Meaning like, because you already understand the market of trading. Yeah. Was it easy for you to be able to say, hey, this crypto thing is like a... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was, man, yeah, no, it was super easy for me to understand once I really understood blockchain technology. Okay. um, And just where we was headed from, uh, you know, um, a monetary, a global monetary policy and standpoint. You know what I'm saying? And people... Like, they sleeping on it even now in 2022. And it's like, bro, like, everybody going to be forced into this shit whether they want to or not. Period. You know what I'm saying? I've been in this since since 2012. Right. You know what I mean? And, bro, it's like, you know, everybody just, oh, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Well, hell, 
that's just an excuse because as you know, hell, y'all don't even understand your own credit. You know what I'm saying? And how to work credit cards and debit cards and whether I should right. use debit or credit or whatever. Hell, <laughs> right, you don't right. even understand the current money system right, that you operate right. in. That you know what I'm saying? Why right. not? Listen, I, I advise you to take some type of action to like get into something ASAP as it pertains to crypto. You know, even if it's just buying and holding some Bitcoin, the last Bitcoin you know, you got another 120 years before the last Bitcoin is going to be mined. Mm. So at least I got the opportunity to hell buy some crypto in 2022. Right. That's going to got at least another 120 years of appreciation in some shape, form or fashion. You right. feel me? Like shit, if I don't become a millionaire, my great grandkids, hell, they're going to be a millionaire right. off of this one Bitcoin that right. I purchased back in 2022. Why you know do you what think saying? it's so confusing, though? Bro, because we don't understand money, right? And guess what? I, I tell people who don't understand money, if you don't understand money, you don't understand yourself. Mm. You know, and, and, and what do I mean when I say that? I say, when I teach, I say, money is the evidence of the transfer of energy, right? And if money is the evidence of the transfer of energy, then guess what? Somebody got to possess that energy in the first place. Who possess that energy? We possess we it. right? You know what I'm saying? So when we don't understand money or it's difficult or we don't want to deal with money. We're essentially saying we don't want to deal with ourselves. We want to place that responsibility and obligation on somebody else. And guess what? Our system, our country do a damn good job of harnessing our energy, you know, and, and, and using it in a way that benefit them more Always. than it do, than it benefit ourselves. Through labor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, like, yeah, I ain't, I'm not convincing or, you know, or, or, um, harassing nobody to get motivated about learning about money. You know what I'm saying? Because right. when we start t going back to your point about freedom, I say, listen, freedom and even financial freedom, right? Financial freedom, it ain't a million dollars. It ain't $5 million. It ain't no, no dollar amount. Bro, it's about controlling everything that God put us here when we came out of our mama. You feel me? And when we boil it down to that, it's like when we came out of our mama, Bro, we God gave us all three things. That's the time we got here, the things that we choose to put in our mind, and, and, and more importantly, um, the things we choose in our body. So when we talk about freedom, when we talk about being wealthy, I could wake up, I wake up every day and I can eat whatever the hell I want to eat. I wake up every day and I can choose what I want to look at, what I want to read, who I want to talk to, what I'm allowing to get, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, you know put into my mind. And more importantly, I wake up and I got complete control over my time. Whatever I feel like doing a day or I'm in the mood to do, I, I can do that. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not moved or pulled because, man, I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Or I got to go to the, you know, even these small business owners, right? And I ain't not a small business ownership or entrepreneur, but bro, I'm, I'm not doing this shit to even be a slave to that. To if business, that's something yeah. that... That's not going to allow me to spend the time I want to spend with my kids or to go see the world when I want to go see the world. You know what I'm saying? Or hell, just take a nap when I feel like taking a nap. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or I, I need a break. So, hell, I just want to go to the golf course for a few hours and decompress. You feel right. me? Speaking of golf, I mean, you got to <laughs> help me with my swing. Yeah, man. yeah, I've I got been, you. I've been I got lacking, you. bro. <laughs> I've been lacking. So, I'm going to need you to help me out there. No, that's important, man. And And I think you hit the nail on the head when it comes to freedom. And I think, one would think they need a lot of money and it really isn't about that. It's about controlling even just your environment of what you've created from your expenses. Yeah. So you could live a certain lifestyle based upon how you understand money. 
Yeah, and, and that's bro, really you, what it you, down you, to. And, and understand that you are the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you are the money. So, and, and when it comes down to when when it comes down to understanding, and you really got to ask yourself, like, the things that I'm doing on a daily basis, is it benefiting me the most, or is it benefiting somebody else the most? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if it's benefiting somebody else the most, then guess what? Most of your money is going to somebody else besides you. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? Once you understand it, it ain't nothing to be sad about or feel no type of Just way. Change it. Now, it's, now it's time to like organize yeah. a plan and say, okay, on a daily it. basis, what what can I do on a daily basis to start shifting my energy where right. I got more control over it? It's benefiting me more than it's benefiting Starbucks or Enterprise mm. or Hilton or right. Delta or, or wherever you work. Yeah, you and that's me? why I often say too is like we should always pay ourselves first. Yeah. Like, and in and, and, and paying yourself, I call that your seed money. Right. Because then I can start putting that seed money out there to create the freedoms that I need so I'm not a slave to those corporations or even a slave to your, your, your business, quote right. unquote. And so, and that's really where this understanding of money has to come into play and why we have to educate ourselves and lock arms with people like yourself and, and other individuals out there who, who really selflessly is going out teaching this information, right. you know, because I mean, you don't have to do what you do. Right. You good, but you still choose to give back. And let's even talk about, you know, some of the programs that you have going on, you know, where you, uh, uh, you know, train students with the wealth standard and, yeah. and speaking at different colleges. Like, why were those things important for you? Uh, for me, man, <laughs> it was just, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I look at it like this, like, when you got a gift or you got a calling, like it's your responsibility and your obligation to to serve. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not serving folks in some shape, form, or, or, or capacity, um, then you're not walking in the will of God. You know what I'm saying? And our our purpose, our God-given purpose is always rooted in the service or benefit of others. It's not just 100% self-serving. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me... Um, yeah, I don't have to, I don't have to share it. I'm straight, my family going to be straight, whatever. Whoop de whoop, but at the same time me possessing this gift and just having this gift for this information and this knowledge or whatever the case might be and not sharing it, that's also me walking outside of the will of God for my life too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um you know, that's that's really where I come from with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I do what I do and whoever receive it, that's who who going to receive it. You know what I'm saying? I don't really get caught up in in trying to like push it down people's throat or right. whatever. Like whoever got the ears to hear what it is that I got to speak on, like they going to they gonna hear it. You right. know what I'm saying? And they're going to take it the way that it needs to be taken for, you know what I'm saying, to benefit them. You know right. what I mean? So, so with providing this information and, 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 you know, and I always like to ask my guests, especially those who, you know, are really on this journey of giving back. Yeah. through providing opportunities through the information. I'm sure you've had friends and some of your day ones you grew up with that they was like, man, I knew I should have stuck with Chris. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's like, like, yeah. like what, what, what are those dialogues like now? And do they ever feel like it's too late? Because I even think about just some of the people who I grew up with and now they're on that shoulda, coulda, woulda. Man, yeah. I remember, Will, X amount of years ago you was doing this and and then they start wanting to operate out of desperation because they feel they should be where you're at. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've been doing this 20 plus years. And so how do you even deal with that with the people who knew you and knew where you started from? But Man, it's, you, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, you got to find a healthy 
healthy balance. Um, I feel like in dealing with, with everybody. Right. Right. Um, so for me, because <clears throat> like where I come from, friends, family, whatever, you know, it's almost like a sense of entitlement sometimes. Like people feel like they that you owe certain shit to them just because they know you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they knew you then or whatever. You feel me? Um, and it's like, well shit, I I you know, I roll with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, whatever. Right. Um, so you should do this, you should do that. And me, I'm all about creating opportunities or giving folks opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in taking care of no grown man. I don't believe in like none of that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like all of us got the the potential and the capability to to max out. You understand what I'm saying? So I'll present an opportunity. Um, you know, and it's up to you whether or not you you know, take heed to it or whatever the case might be, you know, but if I present an opportunity and you decide I don't want the opportunity, you know, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? And every time you see me, you can't be asking me for a hundred dollars or send me some money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and really when we start talking, you know, you say share the information. I don't really, yeah, I'm sharing the information, but the way I see it is, um, getting people to understand the potential and what's already inside of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, you don't, you don't, you don't need me. You know what I mean? You, you might only need me just to see what's already inside just of you because guess it. what? Yeah. If it ain't already inside of you, I can preach so I'm blue in the face or I could teach so I'm blue in the face and it still ain't going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But not until you get to the point where you believe that, hey, I'm capable of, of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's, it's in me to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, when I'm sharing, I'm talking about my experience or whatever, it's really, you know, I'm really coming from a place to um, hopefully give people, you know, some motivation, some hope to realize, you know what I'm saying, what's inside of them. And for for them really to, to, to take that assessment, you know what I'm saying? Because most of us, you know, we never really sit down and just think about like who we are, what's inside of us, what what we made that's of. Self reflection. You know what I'm saying? That self reflection. Like, what is it that we're afraid of? You know, a lot of us get mad and we get upset about, you know, our current situation or circumstances. But if we peel the the layer of the onion back a little more, we realize that, you know, what what the root of being upset, the root of anger is fear. You know what I'm saying? And, and ne- no, you know, most of us never take the time to really address the things that we that we fearful of, you know. And when we can start addressing the things that we fearful of, we'll start seeing, you know, some mountains getting moved because shit, fear ain't real anyway. That's just some shit we done made up in our our mind that's You're keeping us from that. doing the things yeah. that we need to be doing anyway. Right? Because I'm scared to fail. I'm whatever. What hell? You already failing when you ain't doing nothing in the first place every day. You every know what I'm day. saying? Yeah. Like you ain't even trying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I, you can't expect to be successful. You know what I'm saying? You can't expect to be, you know, prosperous. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you're not waking up every day and, and, and being courageous. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it's okay to be, to understand that that you're fearful or, or afraid of some things. But guess what? Now it's time for me to be courageous, right? Because the only way I can be courageous is in the face of fear. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So ain't nothing wrong with being fearful, but guess what? Shit, I'm I'm Attack courageous it. too. I'm gonna Attack get up and I'm gonna stand up stand up to it every day of the weekend, meet it head on. You Definitely. feel me? Definitely. And so with that being said, Chris, you know, uh being fearless in just, you know, everything that you've accomplished, let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you've done outside of the 
uh, you know, trading world. I know you've yeah. owned businesses and real estate and done a lot of different things. Talk a little bit about, you know, just seeing those type of opportunities. Yeah. So so for me, uh, yeah, real estate, uh, gun and ammo business, products and supplements, uh, marijuana, CBD. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been shit, all kind of opportunities that I that I took part of, right. you know, and, and that I'm currently a part of. Um, but again, really, it's just a byproduct of me understanding who I am at, as a man and operating on certain principles. Right. You feel me? The principles is the same. It don't matter, if, hell, if you're selling Dasani or you're selling crack or you're selling snow cones or whatever the case might be. You know what I'm saying? So, um understanding understanding your market and, and, and executing on that. Um, so for me, you know, all these other business opportunities have just been, I, I don't want to say passion products, passion um, uh, processes, but things that I've taken interest in, the opportunity been there, and, and I've been able to execute Correct. on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, I know diversity is very important because every business ain't booming at the same time and ain't no one business booming all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I always, you know, shit, from the streets, I always want two, three pots cooking at the same time. You feel (laughs) me? Right, right. Um, So it's the exact same thing. Right. Now, Now, are the the principles of running those different industries or different businesses that are in different industries are the principles the same yeah the principles of principles are the same you know principles are principles the principles right. ain't up ain't up for debate they ain't for up for questioning or none of that you know what i'm saying like if you operate you know under certain principles um you can expect similar results and similar outcomes right. you know what i'm saying the problems and the issues um, come in when it comes to business and, and dealing with business partners is understanding that like shit somebody else might be operating on principles and morals but guess what everybody's principles and morals ain't the same <laughs> not even you feel close. me um, so understanding that you know who who you working with and, and, and who you dealing with you know what I'm saying and again that ain't nothing to take take personal either like you know, the principles that I live and die by might not necessarily be the same principles that you live and die right, by. You right. know what I'm saying? But if we're going to do business together, we need to understand, you know what I'm saying, each other's principles and, and how we maneuver and, and rock from there. Right. Now, someone may be watching this, Chris, and they're like, man, Chris, he's a global businessman. I got a couple dollars. Yeah. What, 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 what should be something that someone who's just starting off in this world of business and entrepreneurship, do I look in investing in stocks or in options or in crypto? Do I partner with someone who's owning a business? Do I go and invest in a business as just a, a, an equity partner and yeah. I'm just putting money up to help them with operation right, right. expenses? Like, what were where would you point someone that who you know has a couple dollars that want to make the money work for them? Man, honestly, um, I would say. I was I'm gonna say crypto. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because crypto, this space, man, it's still new, it's still fresh, it's still untapped, right? And the fact of the matter is, bro, it ain't no other space or no other investment opportunities that literally allow you to be the bank. Right. And when I say be the bank, hell, the bank make money off of all our money that we got sitting in the bank and don't pay us shit. Actually, it it cost us. For them, they, bro, they charge us to use our that money. That is very true. You ATM know what I'm saying? fees, monthly maintenance fees. Yeah, like 
APYs and all this other BS mm. out there, bro. It's like, I mean, it, this it's the craziest <laughs> mess in the world. You feel me? Really I'm going is. out here. I'm grinding. I'm busting my ass. I got to pay Uncle Sam X, Y, and Z. And then I got to put my money in the bank to be safe. And y'all charging me to hold my money. You telling me when I can spend the money. Make sure it's me spending the money. Don't take too much out today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they cap your, yeah, your debit and, cards. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 guess, and guess what? Make sure you got enough money in here on a monthly basis or I'm going to tax your ass a little more. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Right. Make sure you give me a certain amount every month. Or like, bro, it's pimping at its finest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right. then they taking my bread, flipping it, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, bro, before this year, it's like... Listen, inflation like three was three, three and a half percent. Inflation just hit over eight point five percent, bro. Every day that you got money sitting in the bank, you losing. are absolutely losing Every money. Every day. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, bro, it ain't the dollar amount. It, it's the buying power, right? But mm. we get so thrown off by looking at numbers like, oh, I got a quarter million dollars. Bro, a quarter million dollars in 2022. That ain't a lot of money. It ain't a lot of money. A million dollars in 2022. House now for a quarter of a million in Bro, some markets. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So back to the point, like the crypto space, right. particularly uh, DeFi, the decentralized finance space, allows you to in invest um, and, and earn interest by lending your money out, by pooling it, by verifying transactions, or just help facilitating you know, the growth of that, uh, you know, that coin or that community or that ecosystem or that or that blockchain. You, you understand right. what I'm saying? So now it's like, hell, if I got some money, I, I can earn, I can do what the banks do and I can earn 5% on my money a, a month just by letting it sit there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, if I can earn 5% a month by letting my money sit in, let's just say Bitcoin, why the hell am I going to sit some money in, in Bank of America yeah. that's going to cost me? Yeah, very true. You know what I'm saying? But it's because this is what we used to. This mm -hmm. they, they tell us, hey, this is how you got to go about yeah. doing it. You know what I'm saying? And us, man, I mean, we we hear it. She, they, you know, before pe people come across this podcast, they done heard crypto a thousand times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and still ain't bought no crypto right, yet. Right. You know what I mean? And, and crypto is really something that the more people that participate in it, it helps the entire community. So we, so, you know, it, it's really an ecosystem that uh, is interdependent upon uh, the participants, right? And really something that put the power back into the hands of the holders. Right. Because when we talk about money and fiat currency, like, first of all, it ain't no asset anyway. You know what I'm saying? And, and fiat currency ain't nothing but a, a, a debt note. Yeah. If I got a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account, I don't. I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. Will I really got a promissory note saying somebody else out there owe me a hundred k, and I can leverage these promissory notes to facilitate these goods or services that I want in this moment. You know what I'm saying? But right. shit, somebody owe me that that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where shit, if, if it's I, a Sunday, you can't even get to you that can't money. Get it, man. <laughs> and Lord forbid you somewhere at a certain time of the yeah, day, whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You your card get declined and you talking to somebody way in India. What the hell somebody in India got to do with my money that I'm trying to charge at the store yeah. right now? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, bro, it's so it's so crazy when you really like 
think about what's going on in the the system that we just blindly operate in. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's it's wild. Right. <laughs> so do you recommend a person just start educating themselves on the basics of how to set up a, a wallet and like what would be like the first steps that somebody could do to to get into crypto? Yeah, bro. You know, I, I like that when I teach, I like to keep things simple, right? Being, um, you know, speaking from a man perspective, right? When you first start dealing with money, whoever taught you about money or whoever you looked at um, to learn something about money, nine times out of 10, first thing they got you was a wallet. Mm-hmm. I don't need, you, you don't need, you don't need no money if you ain't got no wallet. You still a little boy. You feel me? So it's <laughs> right. like the first step to get in money is like, hell, I need to have something to, to hold right. it. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah, get you, get you a wallet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The, the next step is saying, okay, well, how can I get me some money? You feel me? And now that I got some money or now that I got some crypto, then what, how can I take this crypto to make more crypto? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we tend to overcomplicate things when it's really like we just really got to put these like phones and iPads and all that stuff down and just just think like I need somewhere to hold my bread. So boom, I need to find me a a crypto wallet. You know what I'm saying? Now that I got a crypto wallet, well, how can I get me some crypto? How can I get me some when when your daddy or your uncle whoever gave you that first wallet as a jit? Well, hell, what can I do to go to go put some money in this wallet? I'm going to go rake. I'm going to go cut, cut the grass. <laughs> I'm going to sell freezer cups or whatever the case might be. You <laughs> right, feel me? Right, right, right. So, and then now, how can I keep the flow of this going on? You know what I'm saying? When you first start hustling or figuring out the money game, you might, you know, people probably, you done had nine or ten different jobs to see what you like, how, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know... Some busboy delivering papers, selling snow cones or candy or whatever until you found your groove that was working for you that you right. was cool with. You know what I'm saying? Um, so so figuring that out because the opportunities are are infinite. Mm. But what most people want you to do is here go here go your wallet, Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Here go some money in your your wallet, and they want want you to go tell them what to do. You know what I'm saying? Hell, you might not like how I make money in crypto, but guess what? It's a an infinite amount of ways that you can right. make money in crypto. Right. You know what I'm saying? Find out what you enjoy doing or what lane that you want to want to get in. Definitely. And whatever you like already, it's already somebody that's drawing some parallels or building some parallels in a space anyway. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? In the space so new, bro. That's why it's like it's literally nothing that you can't do. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has the opportunity to be an innovator with crypto. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got the opportunity to be an innovator with with crypto. So don't just take my word and what the hell I'm doing with crypto. It's like what you what what you like doing. You know what I'm saying? And figure out how you can implement um that into the space. Right. You know what I'm saying? And capitalize because guess what? If you find a way to insert yourself in the space now, you could set yourself, your family up for generational wealth just by maxing out you and your potential and the things that you already possess. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you don't have to duplicate nobody or be like nobody else. Like, it's cheaper to be yourself. Be you Very true. and max out. Very true, man. Well, no, I definitely appreciate you coming on here, Chris. I'm sure everybody got, you know, a, 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 a first class 
uh, tutorial, yeah, just go get a damn wallet. <laughs> like, just start there. That's all you got to yeah, do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so, as we're wrapping up, what the, talk about some of the upcoming projects that you have working Man, on? Man, so I got uh, a lot of stuff in this NFT space, uh, crypto and real estate time, real estate and crypto together. Okay. Um, you know, I, I'm working on a lot of uh, algorithmic trading opportunities in the crypto space as okay. well. Um, I'm excited about that because, again, you know, these opportunities allow us to actually make money or to benefit uh, in the form of crypto. You know what I'm saying? Like trading is cool. Don't get me twisted. Like I've been doing it full time, 14 years. I'm always going to be a trader. But when I was trade, the byproduct of, of trading is like fiat currency. I right. like, yeah, I'm making money, but that there still ain't no asset. Right. You understand what I'm saying? The power in trading crypto is if I'm trading crypto, I, and let's just say I'm trading Bitcoin, I'm actually earning or getting paid out in Bitcoin as well. So guess what? The better I I do, right? The more that I'm, the more of an asset that I'm accruing. Right. Right. So think about it this way. You go buy a hundred thousand dollar house, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you know, every time, you know, you you make a move, you you adding on to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Now it's a two hundred thousand dollar house. Now it's a five hundred thousand dollar house. Now it's a million dollar asset. You know what I'm saying? Now it's a two million dollar asset. You you're constantly um accruing or or adding to that that asset. You understand what I'm right. saying? So that's the power in, in trade in crypto because I actually can accrue more assets. I'm making money by accruing more assets, right? And making more money as the value of this asset going. So so I got at least two streams of income in one opportunity. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Doing one thing. I'm I'm accruing more of this asset and the asset is increasing in value as well. You know what right. I'm saying? So I got two streams of income you know what I'm saying, in, in one opportunity. Yeah, and that's the thing I like about crypto too. Like during the time when the crypto markets was just, you know, uh, uh, at a um, uh, ascending, like let's say my fee for something was a thousand yeah. and they paid me in crypto in a, at a thousand dollars. By the time it reached my wallet, that thousand turned into 1200. Yeah, So exactly. I didn't have to do anything for it to appreciate. And yeah. that, that right there was just like such an aha moment. It was like, why would you not? want to accept and, and I think we're starting to see that a lot with uh you know athletes and entertainers. I think Meek Mill said he wants his next deal to be in all crypto and different things like yeah. that. And so uh so for anyone, you know, just any last words that you would like to share with them, not necessarily saying, hey, why you should do Bitcoin but, yeah, yeah. or crypto, but just the way where the world is going. Cause I yeah. think that's really the dialogue that we have with people is the shift in how the market is taking place yeah. and not necessarily saying, hey, well, this is why you got to do it because shit, they're going to be forced to anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, really just get involved in crypto, man, because yeah. again, like I say, money is the evidence of the transfer of energy, right? So somebody got to possess it in the first place. We possess that. You know what I'm saying? So if crypto, we could be enforcing the, the crypto, crypto is the new money, right? This is just a new system to the showcase or the display, the byproduct of our energy. Right. Right. Because ultimately we, the people are the most valuable asset. Right. You know what I'm saying? It like none of this, none of this shit mean nothing if the people ain't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the people are the most, we, the people are the most valuable yeah. asset. You know what yeah, I'm saying? True. So, um, 
getting involved in a space that's really allowing everybody to level the playing field and really, you know, max out. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And and last question I always ask all my guests, you know, if you can go back and look at the 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 younger Chris Cole, yeah. the 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 Chris Cole, fifteen twenty years prior, and after you have you know traveled the 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 world and met the people you've met and learned the things you've learned, what's that one thing you would go back and tell young Chris Cole, you know, that you wish you would have learned back then, uh, that you've learned now? Man, so um, I mean, honestly, man, I, it it ain't really nothing that I would go back in change or, or or tell my my younger self because I feel like everything that I've endured, whether good, bad, um, or indifferent, has helped shape the reality and the perspective that I live in mm. now. Um, you know, the trials, the tribulations, the, you know, the worry, the um, you know, the depression, uh, the uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? Shit, just the trials and tribulations of, of, of life. You know what I'm no. saying? But um, just being steadfast of just always having an attitude like, bro, no matter what I go through, like, I ain't going to let it break me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I felt like being broken or if I felt like a situation, circumstance, or uh, a person was trying to trying to break me, like, I just refused. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um and and that attitude has carried me through the trials and tribulations of life and you know as things progressed and uh you know move forward it's still the same attitude right like i i'm experiencing what i'm experiencing now because of the attitude that i've had all my life you know what i'm saying right. when i wake up in the morning i'm a, i'm going to get to it whether i feel like doing it or not you know what i'm saying so now i'm going to be 39 years old in september like Shit, if I wasn't a, a hustler as a jit, I wouldn't be in a position that I'm in now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hell, I don't know what tomorrow holds. You know what I'm saying? But when I woke up this morning and I realized God gave me breath and my legs and my other limbs and extremities was working, like, I'm approaching the day with the same attitude that I approach it every other every day. day. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, what what unfolded is, you know, what people see the, see the day in. Like you were saying earlier, people don't, you know, they they didn't see the the work, you know, the the sacrifices, the grind and all that stuff 10, 15, 20 years ago. But today is a byproduct of that. And and, and I think that's a lot of what's wrong with social media, too, because they don't give a damn about you until, you know, you got a lot of followers or whatever the case might be. You know what I'm saying? Or you got that pro, you got that that program that finally hit. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? But it's like. Folk, I've been building this for 10, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? 99 of uh, 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 these projects before this was trash, <laughs> was garbage. It, it failed. It ain't work. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? It left me broke trying to figure out, right. you know what I'm saying, how I'm going to pay the bills or or, or what I'm going to do next. You know what I'm saying? So, um, man, just, just being steadfast, keeping your eyes on the prize and, and just having – a unwavering faith and just knowing who you are as a man or a woman or, or just a child of God, period. Everybody yeah. was put here for a reason. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has the opportunity to daggone max out, mm, you know? So I, like I, I, I don't have any, 
you know, sympathy or I don't feel sorry for people who ain't where they want to be. That's on them. Shit, get to where you want to be. Get, get, get what's, to it. what's keeping you from from getting there? Man, you and it ain't got to be. The, it ain't got to be tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like getting getting to where you want to be. That shit is daily. You know what I'm saying. It ain't. Oh, two years from now, five years yeah. from now. Because guess what? If you, if you ain't got a meal yet, and you talking about you want to be a millionaire in five years, guess what? That shit start today. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I gotta live. I gotta live like I already got it today. Mm, you know sure. what I'm saying? No, man. Well, I appreciate that, Chris. Man. Well, Doctor Chris. Yeah, I appreciate I gotta you. Put bro. the doctor on. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. You earned that, brother. So, <laughs> no, man. It's definitely refreshing, man. Uh, I got a chance to just. I don't want to say see your 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 journey, but I got a chance to just know you and seeing the product you're putting out yeah. and the product is you, right. you know, and seeing the lives you touched, you know, whether it's here in the States or whether it's in, you know, Africa or wherever country you've touched down in, man, I just want to tell you, first of all, I want to give you a flowers and tell you, I'm proud of you man, I just from, it. you know, like I say, cause I know you and, and, and I, and I know that this is literally only the beginning for you, man. So, uh, keep, keep inspiring King, keep doing what you're doing. And until then, I want to make sure everybody, make sure y'all go follow my brother, Chris Cole, Dr. Period, Chris Cole, I am, because there's a couple fake pages out there, so we got to <laughs> make about, sure. about 20 of them <laughs> yeah, hey, there, Right, right. About nine of them to follow me, so I know. <laughs> so definitely make sure y'all go follow my brother. Make sure y'all continue to like, share, comment. And, and, and let's make sure that we get these interviews out there because this is the full-time CEO podcast, the shit they don't tell you. I interview influential individuals, businessmen, businesswomen, moguls, and of course, legends. <laughs> so make sure y'all stay tuned. And until then, I'll see y'all on the other side and I'll see you at the top. Peace. <laughs>